Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and we're going to have a rockin' good time. <laughs> These beers. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys. And today we are reading uh, another short story. It's The Lottery by Shirley Jackson. And One of the lesser known Jacksons. If she was in the Jackson 7 before they chopped him down. Yeah. They kept Tito somehow. So it's a short story as we read a short story every day this month for Short Story Month. And we're starting with this beer. This first beer is called Shake. It's a chocolate porter from the Boulder Beer Company, Colorado's first cat craft brewery. Mm. I brought this for reasons I'll explain later. But Boulder is the very loose connection. It smells like fucking Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, I, got like sm- I thought I was smelling <laughs> it in the air. This tastes like I'm drinking chocolate. It's very weird. It really does, but it's so thin. It is weirdly thin. Thin, but really chocolatey. This is like this is like if you put too much water in your Nesquik. If you put any water in your Nesquik, <laughs> who the fuck does that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that chocolate water, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a nice big cup of chocolate water does me good. That's after you go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Make a big bowl of chocolate water. <laughs> it is a delicious thing. It really does taste like Cocoa Buffs. <laughs> it's very odd. What was that one? Cocoa Krispies? I was one? thinking of the Fruity Pebbles, wonderful, Cocoa Pebbles or whatever it is. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember what it was. I mean, they all taste the same fucking thing. It's That's just a different shaped chocolate thing. Yes. One is more pebbly, like you've had more less roughage, <laughs> and one is like bigger lumps. One is like cheese balls, and one is like tiny rocks. Yes. <laughs> one is like deer droppings. <laughs> the other one's like goat. <laughs> We are not sponsored by General Mills for some reason. So we describe their cereals as goat droppings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the lottery, super famous short story. This is probably like, if I had to pick a short story that people would like have heard of, I think this would be like the one. Yeah, I think so. It is... Aside from, I guess, Edgar Allan Poe's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which we've also done, or we'll do this month. <laughs> Who, Who knows? knows? Uh, you got to read uh, this at some point in your education. There's just no way to avoid it. Yeah, it's something you read probably in like middle I school. I did. I had no idea what this was, what it was about, until I read it like two days ago. Really? Yep. Really? No oh, idea. No. You might you be the only one. Man. Might have been. Did you now. grow up in this town? <laughs> we don't <laughs> talk about this without outsiders. Then I definitely know about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Baxter said not to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> so the lottery is, I don't know when it was written, but Shirley Jackson's been dead a while, so probably the 50s. Consult yeah, the internet. that sounds about right. But it's a... Um, brief thing and it's well there's a reason why it's written in a lot of classes I think it's probably because of like, expectations and stuff. Yeah, close. Close. so it starts off and there's like everybody gathering for the lottery, lottery. and people are just kind of you know excited families are there there's kids running around it's like a small town summer festival you know like way back in the Way back in the Settler days when they just, you know, oh, let's get together and jump on the hay bales and, you know, that kind of hokey feeling to it. Mm-hmm. And it's right after school let out. Like, the kids are off from school be- because of, like, they say mm-hmm. that at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just hanging around and they're saying, oh, so, you know, some towns are getting rid of the lottery or, oh, no, I think it's important we have tradition here. And they kind of go on about that. Young people these days. So they're gathering and they don't really ever say what's going on or what the lottery even is, but the, the men must draw for their families. And some people are like, oh, the, the man's dead. Who's here? We're like, oh, I'm drawing for my family. I'm a little boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and that district. Is everybody present? Yes. Everybody here? Okay, Everyone everybody has to here. be there. So, you know, uh, they pull, they call things out, and then people are opening, they're taking out like a little white piece of paper, mm-hmm. and they're told, don't open it. 
And they also talk about the box. It's like this old, shitty box. Yeah, they want to remake the box, but they haven't. And it's, it's really a wearing out. Yeah. It's just they, during, you know, everybody talks about remaking the box, but then during the year, they just forget about it. And it's just stuffed in some corner. Yeah, like nobody cares. It was in a barn. Everyone just kind of forgets about it until the day of the lottery. But it also tells you that it's been going on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And there's this one old fucker. Like this is my 72nd one. I don't know why like you're all southerners when I talk about it, but this is my seventy. This is my 72nd uh, lottery. I haven't missed one yet. It's like yeah, because that you have to be there, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the old men drawn. They don't open the little paper, and they're like they just stare and they pretend not to notice it. And then they open it up when everyone is drawn and see who has the one with the black pencil mark in the middle of it or something. A little circle. Black dot. Yeah. And one guy wins. And what the fuck was his name? It was the one who like had the, who like rushed in late, wasn't it? I think like the mom was yeah. Someone was running late, and un- and contrary to what you'd expect, Bill Hutchinson, Bill Hutchinson. Oh yeah, all the people open up and they're all relieved to not win. And Mrs. Hutchinson, Anne Hutchinson, no, it's not really her. It's Tessie is her name. She's like, you guys didn't let him take time. You know, you rushed him. He yeah. didn't have time to pick the good one. You're like, oh, I wonder why she's so yeah. not mm-hmm. happy that yeah. he won the lottery. Yeah, isn't it cool to win the lottery? And then the whole family comes up, and it's them, and they're like three kids or four kids. They have a bunch of kids. They have a bunch of kids. And they pull out of the, the baby box. Since, since, he, <laughs> since he won, then a whole family must now draw, and one family member wins the lottery. Yep. And it's, it's the wife. And it's the wife. And, and, and she's complaining the whole time. Yeah. She's like, this isn't fair. Typical wife. And then the whole rest <laughs> of everybody else watching is like already making their plans for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. They're like, so after this, who's having a crawdaddy? Like, they don't <laughs> give a shit. Like, they're just like, oh, thank you. Know, they're huge relief. And they, not, they didn't win. And they're like, let's just get it on with. You know, let's just hurry along. And there's this woman yammering on about how it was not fair. And everyone's like, oh, you know it's fair. Oh, that's old Tessie. You know Tessie. She's a dumb bitch. Yeah, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she loses for the family. But they make the kids pick, which is fucked up. The kids you... also pick. And, uh, and then uh, she loses. And then we find out, well, you actually win. A beer. I don't know why anyone would have a problem with that, but sure. <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is uh, God Complex by Resident Culture Brewing Company. It's a double India Pale Ale. Nine percent alcohol by volume. I feel like about sixty percent of the beers we have are double IPAs. It smells pretty good. It's, there are some it almost like marshmallows. Oh yeah, reminds me of that one we did for Lord of the Flies, the s'mores one, the decadent. That was still that's an epic beer. Yeah, that one changed. That <coughs> we one changed need to have my that life. one again. I know. still talk about it, and I haven't seen it since then. I had a four pack of it a couple weeks ago. Did you die? No, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you got better. <laughs> <laughs> I got turned me into a newt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I had two four packs of it. <laughs> you should be dead. I'll pick the next time I go to the place that has it. I'll get some. It was double toasted marshmallow by Decadent Ales, right? Yeah, yeah. It was that weird man in a marshmallow outfit on the front. Yeah. I have. A, I also bought a glass that has that. Great. Top notch. Because you know, I could complete the experience of drinking the Stay Puff Doughboy. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name they is. They are not a sponsor. But the could be if you're listening. Man is not. I just mean the company Decadent. Decadent Ales. Well, they, you know, I, I went to opening day at their brewery, their Where? tap room, Mamaronek. Oh, okay, Jersey. It's, it's uh, no, it's up. It's like mainland New York. You really? To, like, you have to like take the New York. I thought it was Mamaronek in New Jersey. No, maybe, okay. maybe also something with a similarly dumb name. Yeah, there's a lot of. Or similar. I could have been very drunk. <laughs> oh, that's true. Pretty sure it was New York there, because you take the New York Thruway. Like through, first, through New York to New Jersey. That's not how that works. <laughs> but I went there and I, I'd been, you know, I had emailed them months ago or months before that, I should say, 
see if we could do our podcast there. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's like a 40-minute drive. We can't drive back. It's not yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, when are you guys opening anyway? He's like, well, just watch our, our Insta. And so then I saw that they had posted a menu. I was like, honey, we're going there. And we took our six-week-old baby and uh, went. And uh, she was not even the only baby there. People got priorities, son. And uh, had 11 beers there, like tasters at least. And I was like, man, this was great. When did you guys open up? He said, well, officially we open up like December or something. But today's our first day. I was like, nice. Nailed it. And then I bought a lot of beers, and I don't remember any of the rest of that night. Sounds about right, yeah. So this one, though, by resident That's culture. not the beer we're drinking. Yeah. This is a beer story. Mm-hmm. We have to be, uh, as, as members of the Hopped Up Network, we do have an obligation to be about beer for a certain amount of time. Yeah, like half. Close enough. She's like, I mean, I, I do that daily. I, it's like <laughs> half about beer. <laughs> I think if we drink eight beers per episode, even if we don't talk about it half the time, I think we can still count. I think it's fine. I think we're okay. Yeah. This one was banging. It this is very good. It is delicious. Delicious. Props to you. Did not realize Resident it was culture. alcohol. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Oh, fuck you. This can is disturbing 9%. as hell. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really creepy can. But this is basically as strong as that golden monkey we had in the past or the future. <laughs> yeah. And that was the one where Nate was like, I'd have to take a nap after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Nate is polishing off his cup. This is very good. This is delicious. So why did we choose this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when you win well, a lottery. Because the person who draws the black dot the second time, right? So when your family has to draw, and then whoever in the family draws the paper with the black dot, and this is like the last line of the whole thing. Then everybody grabbed their stones and started throwing. Actual rocks. They grabbed actual rocks, not their stones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I was a, a Boulder Beer Company. That's a rock. So uh, that was my connection. This is like this is the last paragraph. Yeah, and they were on her. It isn't fair, she said. A stone hit her on the side of the head. Old man Warner was saying, come on, come on, everyone. Steve Adams was in the front of the crowd, a uh, crowd of villagers, with Miss, Mrs. Graves beside him. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. It isn't right, Mrs. Hutchinson screamed, and then they were upon her. And Period. Like little kids that's the like end. running after her with like rocks big enough they have to hold with two hands. Well, the first the way the story starts is the little kids are already gathering rocks. you got to prepare. It's like a snowball fight. Get the good rocks. The good bean and rocks. And there's like one guy who's talking about like, oh, she's going to run and I got a bad leg so I'll be able to catch her so y'all have fun. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Yeah. So I understand why this is taught, especially to like younger readers, like middle schoolers or high schoolers. This is how you teach people about twist endings. Yeah. That's how I learned it. It's like, oh, that's unexpected. Well, you think Because you think the lottery is a good thing because the lottery means winning a lot of money and getting to live the life of a rapper. But instead... It's you get stoned to death in front of your family. Just like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost perfect. I did not say to death. <laughs> so that's how it ends. I, I think it's, a, and it's a, another really I mean, it's a short story. Mm-hmm. You can read it in month. 11 minutes if you Maybe, read slowly. Yeah. If you really take each word in. But it's like really well crafted, which I think is, as we go through the, all these short stories, what makes a great short story is like there's no wasted space and it, mm-hmm. it gets right to the point. Um, and this, this story really does that like masterfully. I've never read anything else by Shirley Jackson. I know she wrote, I don't even know a single thing. She wrote, wrote the haunting of Hill house. Oh, right. Hmm. Which they made in the Netflix show. They changed it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, um, they've made a few versions of that movie. The haunting or that shitty movie with Liam Neeson. That yeah. was, uh, based it was on shit. that. It was, that was shit. turd sandwich. But yeah, she wrote some other stuff. She also wrote books about living, like being a stay-at-home mom. 
and like of nonfiction, and one of them is called "My Life Among the Savages." <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing. like a sassy lady. She was apparently like really funny and interesting, uh, like but kind of just known for this like one hit. But I think being more reevaluated now. So, what do you think, Nate? Since you were the one who knew nothing about it, knew nothing about it. I mean, I. So the question is, as you were reading it the first time, and this was my first time, as you were reading it the first time. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, I read it when I was like in middle school, maybe. I don't remember at all. I don't think I read it in middle school, but I somehow knew what it was about before I, re- I read it as an adult. I already knew what it was. So, I mean, I... It was more just like looking for clues. I guess I'm not sure I had an idea of what this lottery thing was, like that it was going to be something, but I definitely yeah, I was did not... I, something was definitely up, but I definitely did not think... They would all, you know, just murder her, murder the person <laughs> who drew the thing. But they, they kind of, you know, this was like the thing that helped kept the town together. You know, it was they say, you know, uh, one party, oh, the other, this other town is thinking about getting rid of the lottery. And they just say, oh, no, we can't do that. So what's funny is the, the, the PDF that I downloaded has a bunch of discussion questions because it was clearly part of some like college class. That you paid for. You paid for this book. I totally paid for this PDF I downloaded for free off the internet. This, yep. this must be... Um, no, it's not. It's not public 1948? No, no not published public domain. What if we put this out in like 2026? <laughs> Still. <laughs> Still this for a while. That is not even going to be close. All right, anyway. <laughs> here's a question. This story was published. This has to go with like, what is the point of the story? What is the point? What is, what is the real message? You know, this story was published in 1948, just after World War II. What other cultural or historical events, attitudes, institutions, or rituals might Jackson be satirizing in this story? Segregation? Ding, ding, ding. I mean, there aren't answers here, but that has to be it. That has to be like, this is like going to be, I mean, this Lynchings. technically predates like the civil rights movement, but it, sure. racism... Uh, segregation, possibly lynching, lynchings. That would also be definitely People getting together possible and murdering thing. someone in town. You know? So is it critical of the idea that, well, this is the way we've always done things, yeah. mm-hmm. so we should just, the, the appeal to antiquity, logical fallacy. I think that's what it's about, yeah. Fallacy with a PH. Yes. <laughs> it's a fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> it was done, therefore we will do. Like your mom. Yeah. That's that sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about an appeal in antiquity. Oh, oh. <laughs> so one more thing about the lottery. It really reminded me of The Giver. I definitely see that. Because in the lottery, it's just sort of like, we just do this. This is tradition. This is how we do things, even though like somebody dies every year. And in The Giver, in this sort of weird sci-fi futuristic thing of The Giver, they are like a very tight-knit society when everybody kind of knows each other, but also they just kind of do weird things because it's tradition. Like, this baby just doesn't, you know, just, just can't quiet down, so we're going to flush it. You know, that's... They just do things like that just because it's tradition. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I definitely see that. I hadn't thought about it, but I'm, I'm with you. Though in a short story, there's no room for one person to challenge the tradition. You know... That's true. Take it on a bike ride. That's in get the lottery, too. <laughs> The final draw. <laughs> oh, <man>. That's good. <laughs> all right. So for all you middle schoolers who tuned in just to like find out what this thing Don't is about. Don't listen to this. You just, you just <laughs> learned. You just learned something. You got That's the real sure. truth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's really interesting. And at the end, you'll kind of go, it's really short. And at the end, you'll go, what the fuck? As we, as we read a lot of these short stories, 
a lot of them have that kind of Twilight Zone feel, and this is another one that does too, where you're like, oh, it's like one of those, oh, gotcha, you were expecting this, but it wasn't that settings, you know, or scenarios. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitter at drunkguysbc, as in book club. Or to the Facebook and the Instagram, mm-hmm. drunkguysbookclub. Know the. <laughs> and we are now part of the Hopped Up Network. Yep. So uh, check out other podcasts that are related to beer and other topics that are still somehow related to beer. Beer. And if you're still listening, leave us a review wherever you are listening, please. And uh, tell us, you know, what do you think? But just also give five stars. That would be really great. Because every once in a while we get a free beer out of this. That's the goal. That would be nice. It costs you nothing. And we want it to cost us something, too. (laughs) See you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.